Hey, who's in? Yo. Steph, okay. Oh, Yo, I can hear Hey, Ricky's got Wi-Fi. Are... Okay, we're good. Oh, good shit. Uh, anyways, man, uh, let's do City A today and let's let's get right into it. Dybala, Steph, what do you think about the situation now? Is he going to Man U or what's happening with Dybala? I think eventually he is. Uh, they're just trying to figure out how much he actually wants. But uh, it's looking like it's going to be a done deal in about, maybe. Damn. I mean, I don't agree with you, but I'll let uh, Ricky go first with this one. I mean, second. Yeah, my theory is that uh, Paratic is actually giving Dybala for Pogba. So he wants to give uh, Dybala plus cash for Pogba. So I don't think Lukaku is part of the deal. I mean, I hope he's not, because if we don't get Lukaku, I think Conte's going to pull the remainder of his hair out of his head. And I don't <laughs> Which know what... hair? What are we talking about? <laughs> his hair. fake hair. Um, but I don't know, because... Uh, yeah, but it looks like... I mean, it looks like Dybala doesn't want to go. That's the main issue. But if they offer him a lot of money, well, it looks like he will end up in Manchester. But the deadline, like you said, is in four or five days. So they really have to hurry up. And I think if it's not closed by Monday, it's very unlikely to close it in the next... Uh, 24 hours after that, so we'll see how it goes. But I really hope that uh, they don't get Lukaku or Pogba. Even worse, I'd be very terrified if they got Pogba because uh, I think they could be a very big contender for Champions League. So, yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, exclusive. Breaking news. You're only going <laughs> to hear this. My here. sources. Dybala <laughs> um, is not going to Man United. Are you, you saying this? It. No, you can book it. I'm telling you. Okay. We're gonna come back to this podcast. Our two viewers. So, are you also so saying? Are you also saying that Lukaku is coming to Inter? Then are you saying Marotta masterclass? He's much more closer to Inter than Man United. And guess what? It's not only gonna be Lukaku. Hold on, Dimas is calling me. He wants the scoop. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, as I said, you can book it. Dybala is not going to Manchester. That's why he's asking for, like, what, 20 million a year? I don't think he even fits in Premier League. I don't know. I Maybe think for should... 15 million a year, he'll sign. And they're getting what? close to that. Doesn't he have some image rights issue right now? Yeah. I didn't really re- read up on that. Yes. Yeah, keep going. Do you know any information about it? Uh, no, I know that uh, he has a third-party company that owns the image rights, and they're trying to um, sort out those issues. But it's not a uh, you know a game breaker. The Bella just really wants a lot of money. That's really all it comes down to, and a high sign-on fee for his agent. A really high on sign-on sign-on fee. And a little detail about like social media and shit. Uh, his profile grew to like already thirty-two million because of Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not sure where he was at. I think he was at like five, maximum 10 million. But once Cristiano Ronaldo got to Juve, I don't mm-hmm. know. He, he got a brand new image, FIFA and shit like that. So he's a, a big time image now. But anyway, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, what should we talk about first? Juventus problems? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, part of this, yeah, let's just continue the topic. Like, because uh, they did get Cristiano. I love Ronaldo. how. Uh... Yeah. We have more problems than you, but we're just going to talk about their problems. <laughs> I mean, Fair enough, though. We listen, have to shit talk- on them. It's good. Listen, this is not uh, inter pod- I mean, Interfans podcast. It's like about everybody. We're not going to shit. We're just going to talk about their issues. Yeah, we're definitely shitting on them. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Who's that shit in the background there? Who's talking there? Yeah. I just- 
It's Filigati. So. Oh. Um, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, they got the lead. So I heard, I saw on Twitter like a few hours ago that Cancelo is leaving. Yo, can you tell Yeah, apparently Cancelo is really close. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Cancelo is uh, close to Man City for Danilo and Third or something like that. Yeah, they're, uh, they're about to make some sort of swap deal. Uh, Cancelo's going to Manchester City. Danilo is going to Juventus. And uh, they're, they're really just swapping left back and right backs. So, Juve, it's not only Cancelo. Kean already left. To uh, Everton. What do you think of Kean? I think he's a big time player if he grows, huh? He, he scored. A uh, pretty exceptional amount of goals for the game time he was allowed to. He, he didn't play that many games, and he still had a pretty good tally. So you you really can't say that, you know, he's not talented. I mean, uh, you have assaulted for like $40 million, but they do have a buyback clause. Right. I'm sure they do. And uh, about Ken, uh, just to shit on you with some more, he's actually an Inter fan. I saw an interview with his dad that was saying that uh, <laughs> he was the number of fan of uh, Obafemi Martins. And who knows, maybe yeah. in the future he's going to join Inter. I mean, he was going to become a free agent if he didn't leave uh, Juve. Mm-hmm. But now apparently he got a five-year deal. Is Ricky still with us or what's happening? To be fair. Yeah, no, I'm just, I was actually going to add that. Uh, actually, I think Juve got a good deal. Considering they sold it for what thirty five million for someone who has one year left on his contract yeah. and could leave for free. I mean that's at I a masterclass. I mean they why always can't we... sell it really well. I'm gonna give it to them. That sucks because uh we can't sell Show Mario for the hundred years. Yeah, we've tried we've tried asking <laughs> Apparently now he's uh, Yeah, we tried right? asking fifteen million and nobody will give would even give us that. What about the big goal? Same shit. He's scoring every single game like three goals. Brazilian. Yeah, but uh, I read somewhere that yeah, Inter do not want him back. They're looking for buyers. Um, let's not. Uh, it's my fault. We jumped uh, to Inter really fast. Like, uh, let's continue with Milan a bit. What do you think about uh, <laughs> Milan's transfer market, Ricky? Um, I mean, I'm actually surprised. I thought they were in a worse situation than they are. Of course, they're they sold as well. Uh, Cutrone and uh, well, Andres Silva. They're selling him apparently. So they're probably going to get 50 million in. And Donnarumma is also rumored to leave, but he's staying apparently. So I don't know. But uh, no, they haven't bought anyone big. I mean, it's minor. It's Serie B team players like Empoli, you know. So I'm not really worried about Milan. I don't think, at least I hope they won't be our contender with us for top three. For all the viewers, so, sorry, for all the viewers, we're not Interfans podcast. All right. Oh, no, we're not Interfans podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, what about the, the new kids? Yeah, well, then uh, Milan will be... I think Milan will come uh, you're, first. You're then. breaking off to me, at least. I don't know, Steph, can you hear Ricky? Uh, you both breaking up a little bit. Oh, okay, now nah, I'm fine. Ricky, are you like are you still there? Oh, Ricky's gone. I think because uh, he told me his Wi-Fi, like, breaks. It was going in and out, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ricky, when you're back, speak to us. Shit, if he's gone, he's gone. Like, I have to call again or something like that, right? Uh, no, it says that he's actually still in the call. Like, but I mean, if he does, if he does go out, like his Wi-Fi, he has to join in. His Wi-Fi? No, I just, I just sure. use four G. Oh, okay, you're still there. Uh, listen, I was talking about. Yeah, my Wi-Fi broke again. 
Uh, I, I was talking about this kid, Leao. What is your opinion about him, Steph? Uh, he looks like another Andre Silva, to be honest. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that um, he's got bags of technical ability, but he doesn't look like he has that killer instinct in front of Paul that young players like Martinez or, um, you know, even Cutrone had a little bit of. Mm -hmm. His goal tally isn't that impressive. He has uh, eight goals in 24 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I hope uh, you're right about him because I think eventually somebody, one of the top teams is going to hit on a big-time striker like Milan. They haven't had a big-time striker already for a while. I mean, since the... Since oh, the yeah, I don't consider Piontek a big-time striker yet. You don't? No, no. I mean, I know that he did, like, start off the season in general well where he scored, like, 11 goals in eight games. Yeah, he overshadowed uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, debut season. So, yeah. But he did have, what, uh eight-game streak with Milan where he didn't score at all, right? Right, but that's because the whole team was probably tired and over-fatigued. And, you know, chances weren't coming in for him. But honestly, if you look at the goals he was scoring, there were some really quality goals. All right. All right. We got a Piontek fan here. Ricky, what about you? Are you, are, are you alive? Ricky. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry for all the viewers. Uh, we lost Ricky. It was great. Five minutes from him. Thanks for the information. I'm sure we'll have him back soon. Yeah, because uh, soon we're going to start the hottest topic of the, I was going to say of the day, but of the month, of the past, what, six months for Inter, Icardi? Icardi. Okay, let's talk about something else for like two more minutes about Inter and stuff like that until Ricky comes back, because I want him to be, to be on this. So, uh, sure. Steph, how do you feel about uh, Inter's transfer market so far? The players that Honestly, we did get. Honestly, the transfer market has been going great, except for the fact that we only have three weeks left to get two strikers at minimum. If it weren't for that time limit, I would say that we were doing great. Unfortunately, we really need strikers. All we have right now is Lautaro. And, and long that's going to force players to play out of position like Politano. And the first game of the week, the season is going to be Lecce. That's fine. But uh, after that, we're deep shit actual strikers. Okay, I'm going to give out a uh, player to you and you just give a rating 1 till 10, how you feel about him. Uh, Sensi. Sensi, 7.5. 7.5, wow. I mean, he did have decent crosses. Yeah, it's because of the crosses, assists and shit. It's really because he can hold up the, the ball up amazingly. He's, his passing accuracy on the charts is always at least 89%. Um, I've seen him score goals. He's actually a good scoring midfielder and Overall, I really rate him. I Do hope you, that he, uh, he has a great season with us on the contract. Uh, yeah, coming back to Sensi a bit. Uh, do you think that he will start if we don't sign any other midfielder this year? I think he's a starter right now. Hmm. Just, be I think Mr. Mister X is coming. Oh, Ricky. In midfield. Ricky I'm, I'm back. With a bomb back with the nuke. <laughs> Ricky nuke. <laughs> Milinko is savage. It's, I'm telling you. Yo, 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 yo. Don't break the news like that. Hold on. Uh, nobody's ready. <laughs> if we sign Milinko is savage, that means we're not signing any strikers. <laughs> uh, Maybe Jacob. Uh, Ricky, listen, we're doing this game where I'm calling out a player and you just give a rating one yeah, to I ten. Yeah, I heard, I heard. Yeah, okay, guys. Next, uh, Ricky goes first. Uh, Barella. Ooh, Barella. 
I mean, I think he's a good player, but for what he's uh, cost, I don't know. Like, uh, in terms of player, probably 7.5 or 8, but for how much he's cost, we'll see. No, I don't know. I'm we skeptical, but I hope you... Need need call. Call. Okay, if you need a rating, I'll go, I'll go 7.5 because that's quite, you know... Ooh, damn. Uh, what about you, Steph? Barella? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to take into account the friendlies he's played for like 15 minutes with us. They don't really count. I'm going to talk about the season he had with Cagliari where he was the best ball-winning midfielder in Serie A. Okay. That's what I really read about him. That's his job. He doesn't have to score goals. Who cares if he has one goal? That's not his job. His job is to win the ball back, supply it, and feed it back to our forwards and create more chances and keep possession for us. He's great at that. So, honestly, it's a stellar signing. You couldn't get anyone better for the job. I'm leaving towards your point. Uh, the thing is I'm pissed off like all the other Inter fans is that uh, – well, yeah, like Ricky said, he costed a lot and we didn't do the Nainggolan transfer uh, with him. Like, uh, And uh, eh, what? How, how much did uh, Nainggolan go for to Kalia? Remind me again. On loan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they even paying their salary? Uh, his salary no, sorry. I think most. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you right now because I know Kalia's president really well and he's a cheap ass. Okay, but I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's our fault. But I mean, at the end of the day, Nainggolan wanted to go home. We know his situation, but business is business. Oh, well. But I think it's a, it's a strong move by the club because if we want to get rid of uh, Nainggolan and Icardi for their behavior and become a serious club and not well, be a mean really club like we were in the last five years. years. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Steph, I didn't hear you. Can you get back? Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, no, I was saying, sorry for to interrupt. Um, we know about Icardi's behavior. We know that he, he refused to play. And um, but we don't know much about what Nainggolan really did other than uh, what? Stay up and party and, you know, not have a professional life throughout the season. That's fine, but we don't know much about behind the scenes. I think, sorry to interrupt also, that Nainggolan didn't want to stay at Inter anyway. Like, throughout the season, there was even a recording saying that he wants to go back to Roma, that it sucks at Inter. And, I mean, uh, this stuff gets out, you know? And, uh, the but is there really a reason to sell a player after a year? Uh, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't want to be there, and, and all, but, I mean, if he parties, like you said. Uh, I'm, I'm with the man. But even if, even if we don't know the reason, if the management says that he's out of the project, and this was before Conte came, it wasn't right. Conte's decision, at least from what I'm aware. That means that they know something that we don't. I'm and same trying. thing for Icardi. We don't know everything. But if the if the management decides, not only Marotta, but Zang, and everyone keeps saying it, and they've been saying it for months, then, well, at least for Icardi, it's been for months. For Nainggolan, maybe a couple of months, he's been out of the project, and they know something, and they're making the decision. Icardi, for Icardi, is a different season, uh, situation because he's been at the club for so long that we're starting to get a, an idea of what kind of person he is. And with that, you can kind of make up the situation. You can get a common feel, like you know what I mean, a feeling of what's actually going on with the club and Cardi. So bold predictions, guys. Where does Cardi end up? Go, Steph. Go, Steph, Go first. Um, honestly, I hope he doesn't end up at Juve for free. Which you know, you might mean in happen. two years? In two years, you mean time? Yeah, two years. Um, but it might happen because I don't think he's gonna move this season from the way that nobody's actually coming up to ask to buy him. He has no market. The only market he has is uh, Juventus and Napoli. And Napoli isn't going to give us $70 million. They, they wouldn't even spend, what, 40 for Hamas Rodriguez? 
Yeah, but that's a different situation, man. I, I think that if Napoli missed out on Pepe and James Rodriguez, like uh, they they promised like big time players. Uh, the Laurenti said that, and I think that uh, Icardi they would pay up for him. The Laurentiis also said that he never wants to speak to Juan Danara ever again in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't think any man does. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ricky? Uh, what do you? What do you? I mean, I, I hope I hope he doesn't uh, just end up sitting on the bench for two years. But uh, I think more t- the more time passes, the more we have to realize that that's probably what's going to happen, unless we get some sort of uh, discount for Napoli. But I see it hard getting more than fifty million from at this point. And I know the club doesn't want to be cheap and sell him for forty because that makes us look weak. But I don't know at this point I'd rather even sell him for 40 than have him sit on the bench for two years, even though like in a, from a disciplinary point of view, that's the best thing to do. But we really do need the money. Like financial fair play is not a joke and we clearly are struggling to sign players. And there's only what, not even a month of, of uh, Calcio Mercato left. So we need to hurry up. Mm-hmm. And let's keep in mind that uh, Suning played uh, rough ball with Ramirez so he can be Ramirez 2.0 because Ramirez stayed on the bench at Giang Sasunik for two years without playing, so uh, uh, that's interesting. Okay, so guys, uh, what else? Uh, you, you go ahead, you make the, the topics now. I'm done with y'all. <laughs> Do we want to talk about... Maybe we can talk about uh, Napoli. Okay. I mean, what is there to talk about uh, Napoli? I mean, there's... I mean... Mine or last. We can mention... Great signing. Wait, who, yeah. who did they sign? Napoli, oh, man, oh, man, out of Roma. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot, man. But, uh, yeah, that was a while ago. Um, And also, they're uh, hyping up to sign a lot of players. At least Spud is, the mysterious oh, Spud. guru of Napoli. <laughs> uh, I mean, if they do end up getting James and maybe another player like Lozano, or if they do get Icardi, then I think they have a really good team. I think I think Juve is still a bit on top, but the one thing Juve doesn't have is... Uh, uh, they haven't had a coach for a year like Napoli does, so Ancelotti can really build his ideas and make the team better. And Sari will take whoa, probably whoa, some time whoa, to adapt, just whoa, like Chelsea. Whoa, whoa. Ricky, Ricky, chill. Uh, your mic is like <laughs> you're like you're screaming. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this yeah exactly. Uh, coming back to Manolas, um, it's interesting because he's a injury prone type of player. At least the past two years, uh, Kulibali Manolas. Uh, versus uh, Godin, De Vrij, Skriniar, and Juve's defense. Uh, who, who's got it better? Honestly, uh, I'm going to be biased and say that Skriniar and De Vrij in a two-man defense are still the best couple in Serie A. That's so biased. But, right. but <laughs> in a three-man defense, we don't know just how good they can be or how bad they can be because they haven't really played in a three-man defense that much. Mm-hmm. Ricky, you? So, oh, sorry, Steph. Sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, so I think that um, Koulibaly and Manonas are the best couple in defense in Serie A because we're playing in a three-man defense. But overall, just Juventus is always going to have the best, you know, team shape defense just because everybody's just so scared to play against them that it's just – it's a psychological factor every time you go against them. It's their system, man. They're like the fucking Patriots. Uh, anyway, Ricky, I don't want to even get started on this. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what do you rate the defenses from the top three teams? I mean, I don't know why you're throwing in uh, Godin when it should be D'Ambrosio. He's uh, our untouchable uh, <laughs> starter. <laughs> Especially now that Godin got injured for a month. Oh, 
boy. So yeah, Pintos, Pintos I, can't, I, I can't wait to watch uh, Interlich at the stadium with D'Ambrosio again and Candreva. What a team. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm hyped. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and uh, only days. Maybe even longer. Who knows? Amazing. Ben Terreira. But anyway, no, but I mean, we still haven't seen Koulibaly Manolas in defense properly, so I can't judge. But yeah, definitely Skriniar De Vrij as a couple. In three in the back, we still haven't seen Godin at his uh, full strength because he hasn't played much. So I don't know. I still think Juve is just... They've been dominant for the last, like, eight years in defense, especially if Chiellini is healthy. And uh, De Ligt is interesting, but he still... Uh, he has made a lot of mistakes, I've seen, especially against uh, uh, Inter. So we'll see... Um, We'll see how it goes this year. All right. Guys, are we ready to do the predictions? So uh, let's do top seven. Top seven? Wow. Yeah, top seven. Uh, man, I don't know, because it gets uh, a bit too difficult after the eight-team Cagliari and all that shit. Like, Maybe relegation we can do too. <laughs> yeah, top seven and relegation. <laughs> I was going to say Kievo, but they finally got relegated. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how happy I am. We don't have to play pitches anymore. We're not biased, but we're happy that Kievo got relegated. Man, I would rather Sassuolo get relegated than Kievo. I hate them much more. Oh, my God, Sassuolo, yes. That's Juventus B. By the way, guys, this is uh, Football Podcast. This is is for everyone. We're not biased here. We're not Inter fans. We're just speaking We love Sassuolo fans. (laughs) Okay, Steph, go at it, man. Uh, Top seven. Top seven? Juventus again. Always won the title, bro. Come on. All right. I have to just because we don't have strikers yet. If we had strikers, I would say Inter first every single Ooh. time. Okay. But we don't. So Inter second. And unless Napoli sign a big time signing, if they sign Icardi, I'm going to say Napoli second. I'll, I'll be honest. But if they don't, Napoli third. Um, fourth. I'll be nice and say Milan just because uh, I don't see Atalanta doing it again. They're going to be, uh, you know, too busy playing Champions League as well as uh, a Serie A. They'll, you know, they have a small team, sort of. I don't know if they can keep up the momentum and get fourth again twice. Roma, Roma's being dismantled. I don't know what to tell you. I don't see them getting fifth. I think is going to be uh, fifth and Roma sixth. Lazio looking like a lot more solid team, especially with Inzaghi's tactics. Overall, really solid team. Even if Milinkovic left, you know, Luis Alberto is still one of the best attacking midfielders in Serie A. Um, and for seventh, uh, I would say there might be a little surprise there. I guess just Atalanta again. So you can't drop them too far off. Mm. So that's my seven. Ricky? Yeah, my top three. I'll put you at first with Napoli second, but closer than in the past few years. I think Napoli are really going to step up this year. Inter third, just because, well, we'll see how the Mercato goes. But at, right now, I'd say Inter third, like based on what we have. Maybe even fourth, we'll see. But hopefully, uh, Inter buy more players and uh, split the gap between fourth. I think Milan fourth closely to Lazio. So Lazio fifth or Milan fifth, one of the two fourth. And then sixth place, uh, you know what? I'm going to throw a surprise in there. I think, uh, I think Roma's going to have a catastrophic season, so I'll put them maybe even eighth or seventh. And I wow. think uh, sixth could be a surprise, like uh, Fiorentina or Sampdoria. Oh, I think Fiorentina's doing a decent mercato as well. Sorry. <laughs> With the new uh, American owner. <laughs> and Atalanta as well. I think Atalanta's going to drop. Their, they've sold a few players, and yeah, they have Champions League, so that's at least six more games. 
play this year. So, yeah. All right. Um, guys, I don't want to – since you both said that you're always winning the Scudetto, I'm going with a surprise. Big surprise. Cagliari. No. Close. <laughs> they have better midfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely better midfield than Inter. Um, so – Man, th- this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I see the Scudetto being a two-way, ra- two-way race between uh, Inter and Juventus. But eventually, Antonio Conte is going to do fucking magic. <laughs> He's going to do fucking magic. I'm telling you. Uh, we're- we hope so, but we're not biased. Uh, <laughs> we're not biased. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen. I- we just like surprises, that's all. I feel like it's going to be a lot like uh, Mancini's team uh, a couple years ago. It was like five, six years ago when we went on this like 1-0 streak of uh, 10 games. Uh, I see this being a really stable physical team and uh, we're going to pull it out of our asses and uh, eventually we're going to play the Scudetto in Atalanta and we're going to win the toughest game of the season there and uh, Inter is going to win the Scudetto. I'm in tears almost. Holy shit, I can't believe this. <laughs> um, and Capo uh, Cannoniere Longo. We're going to get into Mercato later on, uh, maybe even on the other pod. Um so listen, Inter first, uh, Juventus second, third, Napoli, fourth, Lazio. I actually love uh, Lazio under uh, Simone Inzaghi's system, but no way in hell they're going to be third because uh, Juve is there. Uh, sorry, because of Napoli. I see there's going to be a little distance <laughs> between those two. Um, and Milan, holy shit, for the what seventh or eighth year in a row, they don't get to Champions League. So they're going to be uh, fifth. And uh, I'm going to throw in a, their surprise also. I'm going to say that uh, Roma is going to be 10th mid-table team. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're going, wow. yeah, they're going in crisis. That's I'm telling you. There's gonna they're be, selling uh, Trigoria. It's over. Get, yeah, they're selling <laughs> Trigoria. Fonseca is going to be fired in uh, August. No, no, not August. And... Yeah, I see Fiorentina having a good year, actually. Fiorentina and Atalanta getting uh, sixth and seventh places. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a much more interesting Serie A than the past uh, eight years. I can't believe we're saying this. Like, what, eight years of you winning the Scudetto? Eight yeah. years, guys. This, we're getting, it's like League One, the French League, when Lyon won. It's like, a miracle to at this point from them. Why is that? Is it the system? Is it the referees? Honestly, <laughs> we're not biased, but it's the referees. Do you really want my honest opinion here? Uh, no, no, that's Interfact podcast. <laughs> 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 that's for another topic. Holy shit, man. Juventini are going to fucking hate us. I would love to have Juventini, Juventini come on this pod. We can debate anytime about 1998, Ronaldo penalty, uh, doping. Whatever yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Just Juventini come, just make Calciopoli. sense. Calciopoli, Godopoli. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, last thing. So, what do you want to speak about? Mercato? Or oh, sure. Uh, who do you think uh, had the best transfer market from all the Italian teams so far? So far? Yeah. I think we've made the most business, haven't we? We've who is we? This is, not, this is not Interfans podcast. <laughs> <laughs> who is we? Inter. Inter. Oh, okay, all right. Well, we have to kind of let the fans know that we're Interfans, so... <laughs> Um, no, uh, I think we have Inter have made the most signings. I'm gonna have to say that since most of the signings that have been made are kind of uh, just guesses, like we don't know how they're gonna uh, play out. 
So right now, quantity over quality for me, entertains. Um, Ricky, I'm gonna go before you. Just gonna say a few words about Milan's Mercato. I don't know how the hell they're getting all this money. I mean, they didn't spend a lot, but still. I just want to say that uh, Di Marzio, the most reliable reporter in Italy, journalist or Calcio Mercato expert, has taken few L's uh, this season. Um, Donnarumma, he was calling out that Donnarumma was going to go to PSG for Ariola, but that didn't happen. So, And I think that Donnarumma is one of the best Milan players in a long... I mean, not in a long time, but in the, during their ban- banter era. If they could keep him, that's already a uh, uh, big bonus. Uh, guys, remind me, who else did they sign? Like, oh, you're talking about Milan? Uh, yeah, Milan. Teo Hernandez. Yeah, yeah Hernandez. Uh, Krunic or uh, Benacer, like Empoli midfield, basically. Underrated, un- underrated midfielders. I know we take uh, piss on them on Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, of course. Serie. They play very well against Inter. Yeah, I think Benacer is quite the good player. Yeah, I, he wants some um, player of the African Cup or something. Some award yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, he was quite good. Even though uh, I really liked Bakayoko, even though he left, I think that's going to be a big loss for them. But I do give them a slight advantage over Inter, surprisingly enough. And that's, yes, that's with uh, Conte going to Inter. What about you, Ricky? Oh, shit. That was him leaving the chat. Yeah, we lost Ricky. (laughs) I'm sorry, you're not going to get to hear his opinion on this, but he'll probably say Inter because we're... uh, Bias Podcast. That's, <laughs> that's the name. Of, uh, yeah, that should be called Bias Podcast. Um, anyway, yo, we're 30 minutes in. Uh, I think. Uh, do you want to cover something else? Is there some other topics you want to go at? Uh, how about talking about potential signings? Or, oh, yeah. you know, any club you want. So, yeah, wise. Um, okay. Uh, let's go. Napoli, like we, because they haven't signed anybody. I think if they sign Icardi or Lozano, it's going to be huge. Icardi fits perfectly in their system. If yeah. Icardi goes to Napoli, he's going to score at least 25, 30 goals. He's going to be the capo canoniere, and uh, I think yeah, easily. Yeah, his average rate per season is a good 24 goals per season. So yeah, with a something like Napoli, he can easily breach 30 goals a season. Yeah, something like Higuain did with Napoli. Higuain had like, what, 37, 38 goals one year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was crazy. And uh, and Napoli need to make some big signings because that's the only team that's like left. Well, apart from the, uh, I mean, Roma. Do you yeah. want to get into Roma a bit? Like who, they need everybody on every position? <laughs> no, I think their midfield was sorted out when they signed Veritut. Uh, Milan, wanted, Milan wanted Veritut. Um, and he ended up choosing Roma, surprisingly. Um I think Roma are probably going to sell Zeko at some point. They're just playing hardball. Uh, there's like five million difference between demand and request. So I don't see. I can like I cannot see him not leaving Roma at some point. They're going to have to re- replace him. Uh, I, I I saw the friendly today against Lille. They uh they won three two, and Zaniolo scored two goals. Zaniolo. So, yeah, Zaniolo's. Yeah. Next season is going to be revolutionary, I think. Oh, he's yeah, actually yeah. I mean, his value already raised from last year, maybe triple. No, what am I saying? Triple. Ten times? Double, at the very least. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I do hope he has a good season because, uh, I mean, I would 
oh yeah, it's not a biased podcast. I'm not going to say some things <laughs> I was going to say now. I'll have to keep reminding myself because it's a new thing. Um, listen, since Ricky is off, let's, uh, let's end it here. Sure thing. And, uh, yeah, and then we're going to get back. Maybe we're going to do one this week. Now I'm going to work on it, edit it and shit like Yeah. <laughs> so sorry for my Wi-Fi. It's okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it was good uh, speaking to you. Thanks for joining in. And uh, Footboot Podcast is going to be bringing other stuff, not only from Serie A. I think it would be great if we can like discuss shit with uh, uh, fans from other leagues and stuff like that, because it's not only about Serie A. I mean, we're mostly interested in Serie A, but still, uh, there, there's more to it once Champions League starts. For sure, man. I appreciate you having me. All right, man. Take care. You too. All right. See you, man. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.